Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Sumawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Radhika Parasha join us from Figma. Radhika, I would love for you to introduce yourself, your role, and your organization to our audience. Sure. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for having me, Shauna and Olivia. And uh, so excited to be here. This community is, is so vibrant and so wonderful. Uh, my name is Radhika Parashar. I currently lead sales enablement at Figma. Um, a little bit about myself. I come from a learning and development, sort of learning operations background. Uh, I've spent some time doing this work now at ByteDance, at TubeMogul, and in the past at Couchbase. And I think a lot of a lot of my interest in this world and my interest in sort of training generally comes from the burning question of learning how to learn, which I think a lot of us share um, as a community. Um, for me personally, it comes from my time as, as someone who was homeschooled actually from kindergarten to 12th grade. So I think it's something that I've always thought of, of like, you know, just what are the intrinsic motivators? How do you get people uh, to participate? And more importantly, how do we create a culture of learning and a culture of curiosity that can allow people to succeed and motivate in their roles? So that's a little bit about myself. <laughs> well, I'm excited to have you. And I now have a whole nother level of respect uh, for your parents homeschooling you because <laughs> I've been thrown into a remote homeschooling situation <laughs> this year and it is not easy. Um, but I, I, that's, that's fantastic. I'm so excited that you're here. And, uh, you know, you started at Figma earlier this year and um and have had to onboard in essentially also a completely remote mm -hmm. environment. Oh. I'd love to hear from you. What have been some of your lessons learned in regard to how one can get kind of immersed in, in a culture in, in a completely virtual world? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, uh, first of all, I, I think I just have so much empathy for so many people who are working in this, in this environment right now, uh, kind of not having the choice or not really having the ability to um, create the right atmosphere, the right sort of um, even opportunities to make sure that, you know, you can work completely remotely, whether that's, you know, like you were just describing with childcare or teaching or learning or even cooking or just simple tasks that I think we've, we've all had, you know, some, some level of organization for in the past that we don't really have anymore. So I think that's the first, the first thing is just realizing that, or just agreeing that it's a really tough environment to be part of. Um, but past that, I think when it comes to getting immersed in culture, uh, for me personally at Figma, the first thing I did was tons of one-on-ones. I think I, I clocked in around 90 one-on-ones in my first two months. And taking that time to meet people, spend time getting to know them, understanding them hopefully at, at you know, as, as much of a level or as deep of a level as you can within those, you know, short segments and, and trying to follow up with what their interests and their passions and per perhaps, you know, moments of communication or connection that you might share with them, I think has been so critical. Um, and I think for sales enablement professionals, this is the case, right, in a remote or non-remote world. I mean, I, I think my manager, Neeraj, he's, he's described it in the past as like a long-term investment. And I wholeheartedly believe that, that, you know, just spending that time up front, getting to know people, being vulnerable, putting yourself out there as, as daunting as it is, is probably one of the best ways to get immersed in a culture. Um, in addition to that, at Figma, we, we use um, platforms to sort of, uh, you know, play like roulette with with understanding and, and meeting new folks. We also have uh, 
you know, just making sure that you're attending different meetings. That for me, that has also been pretty critical. I sit on all of our weekly sales meetings in an attempt to get to know the team and their fears and their hopes, um, as well as their progress really up close and personal. If your company has, you know, employee resource groups, definitely take advantage of those. I think those are huge opportunities to get to know the culture more intimately. Um, it is a lift. I also want to acknowledge that it is a lift to be constantly on, especially in those first couple of weeks and months. But I think, like I was saying earlier, with that long-term investment strategy, it really pays off. Um, the last thing I'd add there is like, ignore the voice in your head, right? There's a voice in your head that's going to keep saying like, don't ask about that inside joke. <laughs> you don't need to know so much about blah, 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 you know, but really ignoring that and jumping in with both of your feet and trying your best to be as present and as engaged as you can in those short stints or those 30 minute calls or those one hour calls that you might have, I think really helps for me. That's like taking notes on everything, um, trying to you know wrap my head around what's going on. So I, I have a sense of, okay, let me set the, the context for this next meeting or set the context for this ne next interaction with this person. Um, and being intentional about that, right? Like really sharing as much about yourself as you can, uh, your stories, your wins, you know, what inspires you. It, it requires a certain amount of vulnerability, which I know is really tough for so many of us. But right now without that that opportunity to be in an office and, and kind of share that, you know, in the hallway or in the bathroom or wherever else you might or in the snack room, um, I think it's really important to just take the first step, especially as someone new in an organization, get to know people, share what your favorite snack is, right? Share your latest Trader Joe's haul, whatever it might be, you know, just trying to create those moments of connection, I think really pay off in the long run. Hmm, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, how have you taken some of these things that, that you've learned through your role in enablement to help create a healthy culture uh, while your company is scaling remotely? Yeah, that's another great question. I mean, I think for us, it's been, I think the first step to that, that problem is trying to figure out what our culture is, right? I think a lot of us have like a sense of what our culture is, right? We have our values, we have our mission. Um, but I think for us, you know, it was really understanding that, okay, we had a really robust and really vibrant sales culture that existed before uh, before we went remote. And, and now we're also scaling in such a, you know, huge, huge amount in the last year. How do we sort of take all of the learnings and take the idea of what culture is and translate that to to this virtual world. So for us, that's also been, you know, thinking through um, highlighting good culture, passing that on. So for example, in our upcoming sales kickoff, we're going to have awards for people who exemplify our culture. Um, you know, we're thinking through a, a leadership council. Council That's actually something I implemented um, very shortly after I joined, which is, you know, it, having the teams nominate two or three people from their team who exemplify their culture and kind of are the stewards, if you will, of, of their culture, of, of what Figma sales culture is individually for that team and collectively as an org. Um, and using a lot of you know existing reps as our, our buddies for our onboarding uh, of new hires, as well as having a lot of cross-team collaboration opportunities with our EMEA team, as well as in the US. So again, trying to bridge those divides that might have already been bridged had we had the opportunity to be in the same office in the same space. Um, other ways we've done that is, you know, forging more connections with the teams. So in our, in our onboarding program, I've created a module called Tea with the Teams. So the onus of kind of forcing those conversations that can sometimes be really awkward for someone who just joins is instead put on an entire team. So for example, if we have a cohort of three or four people, we'll have them meet the entire PMM team with some prompts of, you know, what you can kind of talk about. 
and get to know like an entire team in that context really early on. So again, you're forging those connections so early on. So there's no sense of like, I wasn't able to meet that person or I didn't get the time or whatever. You're just kind of doing it you know, as organically as you can, but also in a way that, you know, is, is a little bit more efficient. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, how do you go about though, ensuring that your reps feel comfortable coming to you and the enablement team with questions and ideas, um, kind of around ha- creating a better environment, um, especially, uh, when things often feel a little bit disconnected. Yeah. I mean, that, that's been a huge, huge focus for me, actually, because I recognize that pretty early on that if we don't create a culture of reps feeling comfortable, and, and I, I know the word vulnerable is used a lot, but like truly feeling like, you know, this is a space, these are folks who understand them and are there for them. It's really difficult for, for them to feel that unless you create those spaces. So for me, it was trying to keep that door open from the get-go. So in my all of my one-on-ones, I let everyone know, like, feel free to email me, Slack me, if you need to call me, you know, whatever it is, like, I'm your person. Um, I like to describe the sales enablement role as a little bit of a sales therapist as well, where you will often hear about, you know, what's going on in the inner worlds and in the inner workings and in the inter-team dynamics of a, of a sales team and being mindful and, you know, cognizant of that, but also very respectful of that and, and making sure that, you know, you create that safe space is really, really powerful. Uh, we created a dedicated Slack channel early on for sales enablement questions, sharing of resources, all of the, you know, regularly uh, scheduled programs that we had, we made sure that we had, um, you know, regular updates in in the Slack channel of, you know, what had been published or what had been presented the day before. So people had access to all of that information. Um, office hours have been huge for us as well. So like just having an open time and an open forum every single week. Um, shout out to our sales operations team who, who are running a fantastic office hours, our legal team, um, other folks at Figma also running that to just kind of make sure that everyone has an opportunity to come in and ask their questions. Um, and and really, it is it is such a huge focus because in an office, right, like you would just tap someone on the shoulder or you would ping someone really quickly and say, hey, can I quickly chat with you about X, Y, and Z? So I, I really thought about that and I thought about how critical shadowing was going to be for up onboarding, right? We have shadowing as like the advanced portion of our onboarding after their first two weeks or new hires um, work with their buddies to shadow calls and also have their calls shadowed. And in that process, I think there's so much sharing that happens of best practices, but we try to move that past just one person too, because in an office, you would probably be surrounded by four or five people you could, you know, have those conversations with, pause for thought. Um, and I would also like to just, you know, end by saying like, there, there are no right answers, right? Enablement is constantly evolving. So my team, my network are just huge resources for me to sort of ask that, like, what are, what are the ways you're, you know, sort of keeping people in your, on your team feel comfortable, right? I've, I've heard of folks, you know, having private, um, private office hours with just their team without their managers in a, in an attempt to get the team to open up with one another, again, the way you would in the kitchen or over coffee to kind of share learnings or share concerns or whatever it might be like that, that is all so valuable, I think, to the sales experience. And, um, and, and sort of creating that very healthy culture where you can address those things. Uh, again, if you, if you know you're going through something, if you share it with someone else, like that camaraderie can go a long way as well. So um, even for me, right, like having folks in the enablement world who I can sort of gut check things with, my team, my manager, Neeraj, has been so fantastic at that to just sort of say, hey, like, does this make sense? Are you seeing this too? Um, 
And if you are, like, I know there's complete confidence that you're going to agree, disagree, but that's going to be between us. So I think that also is a really powerful part of creating that culture on a sales team. Mm, I love that. I, and I also uh, love encouraging that with my team mm -hmm. as well. Um, we call it players only meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much for joining us today. I, I learned so much in this conversation and, and I greatly appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Shauna. I really, really appreciate the work that you're doing. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.